Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host, Kathy Cook Noble, and every Monday we get together and we take one topic on that's financially related and it could be something as uh which we think is as easy as understanding our mortgage or our bank fees or understanding uh the difference between accounting and bookkeeping and any other topic that we can think of that we run into every day and the whole purpose of our show is uh really just break it down into plain language and and understanding because i have always said even before i got into the financial world that people can most definitely understand their stuff. They have the ability, uh, they have the tools, and uh, the challenge is always uh, the industry, really, that it's not given to you so that you feel comfortable or competent in understanding what your stuff is. But what I always tell people, and, and I'm sure if, you've, if you're joining me uh, back here on the show, you've heard this before. If you join me for the first time, you'll hear it many, many more times. Uh, what you have to do is understand your stuff. You don't have to understand your neighbors and your cousins and your brothers and your second, third cousin twice removed, whatever the case is. You just need to understand your stuff. And the way you understand it is by doing a couple of very simple things. And one of them is tracking your cash. And that is very simply knowing how much money is coming into your house and how much money is going out of your house. And you either do it by a spreadsheet if you're a if you're inclined that way with technology, if you prefer a pen and paper, that still works just perfectly. And all you have to do is write down how much money you have coming in and every cent that you spend that goes out of your house. And this is the part that people find the most um, enlightening, I'll say, is how much money they're spending on either outside food or more specifically outside coffees in the morning. And you will be amazed at how much money you spend every year when you add up five dollars a day or ten dollars a day just grabbing a coffee or tea or latte or whatever the case is it adds up and it's sometimes I've been with with people and they're 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 moved to tears because they're shocked at how much money they're spending so what I do in my normal morning and afternoon practice of finance is I'm a financial advisor and I'm also a bookkeeper, so we deal in all things financial. And we help people really just get a handle on their stuff and understand it. Because like I said before, and, and we'll say again, you can understand your stuff and that's all that matters is you understanding your stuff. So today we're gonna understand a little bit more stuff. And I'm gonna introduce you to something that has been around me for quite a while and uh, um, not gotten the attention really because I haven't, given it that, but uh, I do it every day and now I've just formalized it a little bit. Today we're talking about women in finance and specifically we're talking about why it's important for women to understand their finances. It's important for everybody to understand their finances, but uh, women typically end up single either by choice, by divorce, by um, widow, uh, whatever the case is, women typically outlive men so if you've been married for 70 years, there's a strong probability that you're going to be the one 
at the end by yourself looking after the finances. And I hear a lot of women and it's very traditional and for women to say that the, the husband or the partner, the spouse, they look after all the financial stuff. And I've had that where I've um, even recently where I have uh, elderly couples and the one is, is either incapacitated and she's forced to take over or she's become widowed and forced to take over or been divorced at uh, late stages in life and she's forced to take over. So it's important you understand your finances. It's also important because I'm gonna share with you some information about uh, women in debt and women in uh, pay gaps. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about pay equity and, and uh, gender equalities and all those same topics, different uh, wordings really. And it really comes down to everybody getting paid and earning the same amount of money for the same job that they do. And that's where I, and I'm, this isn't all, this isn't me on a soapbox about pay equity or anything like that. But my, my, my personal thoughts are, if you are doing the same job and the same work as somebody else, then why wouldn't you get paid the same amount of money? There is no reason for me, in my mind, why that couldn't happen. Uh, that's just, there's just, forget the gender equality. That's just human common sense to me so it is but it's not happening all the time so this is why we need to be aware as women of what's going on and what we really need to understand and how we can understand it because at some point you're going to have to know your finances and even if your husband or partner is looking after your finances why wouldn't you understand your financial position? It's important to your quality of life. It's important to your lifestyle that you would like to be living and that you're accustomed to. So today we're going to talk about women in finance. And it's it's kind of uh, overdue because <laughs> I haven't done this show on women in finance, actually, which surprises me. Uh, all my topics come from recommendations from, from either clients that are current or or family members or, or someone that I've talked to and they are, they're saying, why haven't you done a show on such and such? And that's where all the topics come from. So if you have a topic idea or you have a question or you're concerned about a specific, even if it's specific to you and you want to understand how a mortgage works or you want to understand something more about your bank fees or or you want to understand more about debt or whatever the case is, let me know. Either join us in the chat room live or you're welcome to email me anytime. Just check us out on the network, inspiredchoices.com, and you'll be able to get a hold of, of me or any of the hosts. And I recommend, too, that uh, if there's something else that you need a little support with in your life, then reach out to the other hosts, either by listening to their shows or, or getting in touch with them. Because the very cool thing... Um, about the Inspired Choices Network, if you don't already know, is it's a holistic approach to your life. And my part, that the little piece that I play is about the finances. And there's so much more to having a ha happy, healthy, and wealthy, balanced life. Uh, but the finances are a big part of it because finances cause a lot of stress. Finances are um, a huge contributor to divorce, uh, a huge contributor to arguments with your family, huge contributor to stress and depression, and it, it leads to a whole slew of other things. So uh, the Inspire Choices Network is all about helping you overall in a holistic way. So feel free, and I encourage it very strongly. If you are having needing support in either a relationship issue or raising your kids or child questions or challenges or 
uh, child problems at work, or you started your own business, or you started your own business and you're not sure what you're doing, if it's right, how it's going, and how it should be going. If you need any kind of that support, there is a host for that on, on the Inspired Choices Network. So reach out and plug yourself into their show, <clears throat> reach out to them, and you will find that you'll be filled up enough where you're starting to learn how to to get the support you need and how to um, cope with what you need. And, and hopefully you'll, you'll get some answers and help you to be successful because that's really what it's all about us working together to be successful. And that's really what I want to talk about today with the women and investing. Um, you know, you see a lot of different women's groups and about talking about how to support women in that. And I don't see a lot of them talking about money. They talk about, you know, supporting them in their product or their service if, it, if it's a business. But um, the reality of is we, the best way I think that I can help support women is to help them understand their finances and to help them understand that if they have financial security, if they have even just enough understanding of their finances, that they feel just confident enough that they will make sure that their bills are paid, that they know how to save their money, that they know where their money is, because that's one big challenge is people don't always know where the money is, what bank it's in, where it's invested, if it's invested, if there's life insurance, where there's life insurance. Because the thing about life insurance is just to give you an example, if something happens to someone and they pass away, life insurance companies aren't out every year calling to say, hey, how you doing? Are you still alive? Do we need to make a payout? That's not how it works. You call them and or your appointed person calls them and presents the death certificate and they say, hey, you know, so-and-so passed away. They understand they have a life insurance policy. Here's a copy of the policy or here's the number or whatever. And the insurance company looks it up. It's important you know this. If there's life insurance sitting there that should be claimed and you don't claim it, they're not coming looking for you because they don't know to do that. So just some simple little point like that could help with a lot of uh, less, a lot less financial stress when someone passes away. The other part is if you don't have a, if you don't understand where everything is, it's significantly more stressful because you're dealing with a very high emotion situation. And now you have the added burden of dealing with finances and on the best of days, most people can find that confusing and stressful. So just add it to the most stressful time in your life and imagine how that's going to be. So my job in my my opinion is to help people understand their finances, but specifically help women understand how their finances work and what they should be doing to understand them. And I want to just share a little bit with you about women in finance. And the there's a huge correlation between health and money. And it creates a ripple effect, as, as you can imagine. So if you can imagine having the stress, or maybe you have this, the stress over money, and you feel it because you have headaches all the time, you can't sleep, um, you're irritable, you snap at your kids, or you pick fights with your partner or your spouse, uh, or you just can't focus at work, whatever the case is, it has a ripple effect. Now, sometimes it's just uh, this time of the year, we're coming into a holiday season, and sometimes this causes a lot of money stress because uh, the last couple of years have been less than normal and maybe you're in a camp where you're a little bit stressed about the money and the last couple of years have been very tight and you're very concerned and now here we are upon us another Christmas season and government funding has ended or is in the course of ending uh what do you do that's a money stress 
And one of the easy ways to handle this is just get a handle on the money. Learn what you have coming in and what you have going out. There's no rule that says you have to spend so much money on Christmas or on specific holidays. Set your budget. And if you haven't set a budget before, and I've, I've talked about this in other shows about preparing for Christmas, but if you haven't done it, you can still do it. You still have time to say, I have X amount of dollars to spend on Christmas. And in that budget, I have to buy for person one, person two, person three. So now how am I going to break out this budget? Well, you know what? I need to spend on my person one, I need to spend this amount of money. On person two, I need to spend this amount of money. On person three, I'm going to spend this amount of money. And then that leaves me this left over. So I can buy something for, you know, my neighbor or my 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 chiropractor or my veterinarian or whatever the case, whoever it is you buy for. And then you know how much you're able to spend. And so when you go out shopping, you're not all stressed saying, I hope this credit card doesn't um, disappoint me and not go through. I hope my bank has some money in it when I use my debit card. Um, you know what you're spending. And then you start to control your stress. So that's important to know that your health and your money are related. So we need to make sure to have a healthy uh, relationship with our money that will help us have a healthy uh, relationship with our body because our health is very important. Now, women have a very strong, and I, and I don't know that we women always realize this because it's not something that gets talked about and it's not something that gets really a lot of play. We talk a lot about millennials. We talk a lot about baby boomers, but the reality is women have a very strong economic impact. Uh, there's a lot of us and we have a very strong impact on the economy. And why is that important? Well, because we we have abilities. We have some. We have a, a strong voice. We can have a strong voice if we want to. And one of the things that is interesting is um, how much a woman makes in a, to a, compared to a man's dollar. Well, the last statistics that came out, women make eighty two cents to every dollar that a man makes. So we're, we still have a ways to go clearly on, on equity, but the power that we have in the economy is uh, not just about um, how much we can impact on the purchase and that, but we also have an impact on our children and our family and the communities because we're very likely to be volunteers somewhere. We're very likely to be the one that spends the time with the children the most. Um, so our impact is even something that needs to be considered and how significant it is because it's not just that we're making 82 cents compared to a dollar to the men, to men, our counterparts, but you're also a stronger impact on people and you can be an influencer of others. And that's important to know. Um, for those of you uh, in the States, you probably know, have heard of Susie Orman. Um, for those of you in Canada, you might have and around the world, but Susie Orman is uh, an author. Uh, she's a financial she was uh, she had her own show as a commentator on CNBC. Uh, she's very much about women and, and finance. And she always says, her quote is, a big part of financial freedom is having your heart and mind free from worry about what ifs of life. And if you think about it, that's really what we're talking about is if something happened, what would you do? Um, even if uh, it was 
if it was good and you won the lottery, what would you do if it was bad and somebody got sick or hurt or passed away? What would you do? Um, because winning the lottery has some challenges to it that people don't realize. Uh, similarly to um, an estate, when you're trying to settle that, uh, you have a lot of people coming at you. It's a high emotional situation. And typically, if if you're in the camp that we've just been talking about, where women aren't aren't the the main financial um, interest party, <laughs> I will say in the family, then uh, there creates other challenges just to winning the lottery. So when we come, we're going to take our first break of the night. When we come back, we're going to talk about women and debt and and finances with women and the importance that women play in the financial market. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And today we are talking about women, women in finance. And I think it's a topic that we should talk more about. And maybe I will. We'll, maybe we'll add it as a regular feature uh, because it is important. And um, it's important because women are the ones that typically end up single. And uh, in some point in their life, they need to be looking after their finances. And I'm just going to share with you some statistics because it it always amazes me when we start to read statistics. I won't get into all the sources and stuff. We can always do that later. But um, the stats always inc are incredibly interesting to me um, and sometimes a little bit frustrating, to be honest. So 56% of college students are female. 56%. Remember I said that we actually have a strong 
ability economically. We're an important force and uh, we're 56% of the college students. But you also know that we hold 65% of the student debt. So the national student loan that's outstanding, this is in the US, based on all you American women graduates, you have 65% of the debt. Uh, 22% of American women report that they'd be unable to afford their lifestyle if they encountered financial difficulties compared to 13% of men. So if women came into a financial challenge or difficulty, 22% of them would have to change their lifestyles. 13% of men, that's almost half. Uh, boys make about double the allowance that girls make for doing weekly chores. Can you believe that? Uh, women hold 8% fewer accounts at formal financial institutions compared to men worldwide. So men are clearly even more formalized in finance. Women tend to pay off their home loans better than men, but are more likely to be denied a mortgage. We're a better risk, but we're less likely to get the mortgage. Single women pay 2% more than men to purchase a home. We pay 2% single women pay 2% more than men and we sell them for 2% less. We pay more and we sell it for less. 85% of women control their family's day-to-day -day finances, but few control long-term financial decisions. Isn't that correct? So we do the day-to-day -day stuff. We pay the phone bill, we pay for groceries, um, we pay the utility bill, but very few control the long-term financial planning. So we have no idea about our retirement, our uh, disability, our life insurance, our kids' education, but isn't that something? Nearly one third of the gender financial literacy gap is attributed to women's lower confidence levels versus a knowledge gap. So it's not that we don't understand and it's not that we can't understand. We don't have the confidence to do it. It's incredible. Three fourths of women who apply for welfare Three-fourths of the women who apply for welfare do so because of a divorce. Women are 80% more likely to face financial hardships. At, listen to this. You better sit down. You're going to face more likely to face financial hardships at the age of 65 or older. That is incredible. At your 65, that's when you're retiring and you're more likely to face more financial hardships because of what we just talked about, because you're more likely to be single and you're more likely to have had your spouse or partner looking after your finances and you're learning it for the first time. So this is interesting though, married millennials. And we talked, I mentioned the millennials and the baby boomers are what we talk about, but now let's talk about it in terms of women. So married millennial women are more financially confident than their Gen X and baby boomer predecessors. Isn't that something? Which is great. Our millennials are a little bit more confident, which is great. Uh, incarcerated females have the highest rate of poverty compared to other incarcerated individuals and the general public. Finances affect everything, just like we talked about. I mentioned that it has an impact on every part of your life. 30% of single mothers are living below the poverty line. In comparison to that, 17% of single fathers. Almost double again. <clears throat> so I find this stuff uh, fascinating and a tiny bit frustrating, but also I find it very hopeful because I do think there's a lot we can do to help educate women 
And I mean, in a general understanding, either through our show here, which is podcast in over 200 platforms, 250 platforms, sorry. Um, it's growing all the time, plus television. Plus we have the app that you can download and I encourage you download it for free. The Inspired Choices Network, it's in your um, Android and iPhone uh, app stores. You're welcome to download absolutely free. You can listen uh, live. You can join us in the chat room. You can listen to the shows after uh, any time in the archives. They're they're all there. So download it for free and you can learn a lot to help your life. Um, and another interesting, which I found really bizarre because it's 1960s, not that long ago, but up until the 1960s, American women were not allowed to hold a bank account without their husband's permission. Uh, 1960, that's not that long ago. So that's stuff that these are things that are changing that have changed. And, and I think the only way to really make the big change is for us women to really educate each other, support each other and understand our finances, just our finances. We don't need to have a grasp of what Elon Musk is doing. We don't need to have a grasp of Warren Buffett's finances. Even they have people that do their finances for them. So we don't need to have that understanding. We need to understand our own stuff. We need to understand our what that we're paying 2% more for a house or that we're selling it and taking a 2% uh, lower payment, our sale price on it. We need to understand that we have the best rate on the mortgage. We need to understand the different kinds of mortgages. We just need to understand our stuff. We need to understand if we're paying too much in bank fees. We need to understand that we have money set aside for an emergency if anything were to happen. We need to have an understanding that our retirement plan has a plan and that we're in a position where we're working towards something to save money for a retirement. That's what we really need to do. So when I talk about women in finance, I'm talking about let us get our basic understanding and grow from there. Um, mothers in the workforce, mothers in the workforce. So think about this, your mother, you, your daughter could be a mother, your sister. Mothers in the workforce are 71 cents to every dollar working fathers earn. So it's even a little bit less than if you were a woman and you're single. So when we're comparing salaries, a woman has to make 82 cents to every dollar man makes. But when we're comparing salaries for men and women in the same with the same qualification, we're getting a little bit closer. Now it's 98 cents for every dollar a man makes. So that's so maybe if we took a doctor that's female and a doctor that's male, then we're getting closer to income parity. We're still not there. Um, on the average, women reach their peak earning potential at age 44 with a median salary of $66,700. Black women were paid 63% of white men's wages in 2019. It's not that long ago. Salaried men make 18% more than salaried women on average. Uh, mothers were two times more likely to consider downshifting or scaling back their work due to childcare responsibilities compared to fathers. So it's not just that we need to understand finance. We have a whole lot more going on and more responsibilities. In March, 2020, this is just last year, March, 2020, the unemployment rate for women rose by 5.7%. It rose by 5.7%. And women must work 44 more days annually 
to make as much as their male counterparts. So we need to work an extra month and a half to make the same amount of money. And net lifetime earnings for women with a bachelor's degree averages 1.32 million, while men with the same degree net a lifetime earnings of 2.19. That's a significant difference over a lifetime. And women accounted for more than half of the 20.5 million, million jobs lost between March and April of last year, 2020. So we women lost more than half the jobs. That is a whole other conversation and irritation I have of the way um, <clears throat> shutdowns and lockdowns and all this stuff was taking place. <clears throat> they were mostly women jobs. Now, there's only about 3% of women of color in C-suite positions in 2020 compared to 66% of men. Uh, now, <laughs> there's a lot of room to grow. There's no question about it. And I'm not saying we haven't grown and advanced, but there's still a lot to do. So for example, globally, this is around the world, everyone, women make up to 20% of the executive level roles in major financial services firms, 20% around the world. In 2020, last year, there was a 27% decrease in venture funding for female funded startups around the world. So if you wanted to start your business, there was a decrease in the funding. Now, there are some funding uh, companies and women that have venture capitals and they specifically are looking to invest in women run businesses. So that's kind of cool. And, and it's cool and it's disappointing that we have to have that, but these are the numbers. Uh, so we're going to, we're up to our second break of the night <clears throat> and, and I'm going to leave you a little bit depressed because of those numbers, but I'm going to come back and tell you there's good news <clears throat> and there's stuff we can do about it. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back with some optimistic news. <clears throat> Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? 
Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookKeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And tonight we're talking about women in finance, specifically women. We talk about finance every Monday and we break down the topics, but we're talking about women and, and their in, 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 impact and their involvement in their finances. And before we left, it was a little bit depressing, <laughs> the, the numbers I was sharing with you. But uh, here's here's the reality of it. There's hope and there's opportunities and uh, we don't have to end up uh, being a, a sad negative number. Uh, in fact, we can actually turn it around anytime we want because there's a, there's a lot of women uh, that there have a lot of influence and we just haven't figured that out yet. And I'm going to share that with you as an example of some really good news that and some of the stuff that we're doing uh, that should build the confidence because uh, the main the main trigger really in the financial understanding is confidence and women lack the confidence that men do so they back off and it's and not to simplify it too much but it it, it is that simple so the reality of it is though while we may get paid less um, and while we may get unemployed more often or sooner than a man uh, we do better at investing so women actually are better returns on their investing. So women save and they save more of their checks. So maybe we're not getting paid as much, but we're saving more of it. So in, the, in 2017, this is a study Fidelity Investments did. This is not that long ago. Uh, women saved 9% of their paycheck in workplace retirement accounts versus 8.6% for men. Doesn't sound like a lot, but you compound that over time. That, that's a good number. Uh, when you're looking outside the workforce, um, things like IRAs and brokerage accounts, and that's in the U.S. IRAs, uh, women saved even more. We added another 12.4% to your account versus men adding 11.6%. So not only are we saving more, we're actually doing better on the investments too. Um, women invest. When we invest, we usually outperform the men. Kind of cool. Uh, the same Fidelity study said that women perform better than men by 40 basis points, which is 0.4% um, when it comes to investing. Uh, women are likely to take less risk. And when we do it more carefully, uh, considered and it, it's considered and balanced. So not only are we saving more money of what we bring in, we're also investing it a little bit better in terms of making better um, returns on our investment and we take less risk. So um, these are good news numbers for us. 
And the reason I say they're good news is because what we do is we have a huge opportunity to impact the world. And we have it not just because of what we're doing and what we're investing ourselves, but because of the impact I mentioned earlier that we have on our kids and our families and our communities, because you see us more volunteering or or socializing and doing networking events. And in that you have the ability, and, and this comes back to the confidence that you have that ability to influence people. Like Susie Orman, I mentioned earlier, her ability to influence people because of the reach that she has is much greater than just uh, one-on-one, but she started that way. And she has that ability because she grew in her confidence and, and continued to help women and support women. So there is a lot of good news that we have the ability to look at. So that is exciting for me. Um, the reason we're less confident in money and finances is because I, I just truly think we don't learn about it. I don't think we talk about it enough. I think um, women are a little bit afraid to talk about it because they don't have the confidence. And it's kind of that circular argument. If I don't talk about it, I'm not going to get the confidence, but I want to talk about it because I don't have the confidence. Um, so I think if we are supporting each other and we can talk about it in a nice, safe environment and we know that people are there to support us, then I think that makes a difference. Uh, which leads me to a little story I want to tell you, a personal story. About, I'm going to say 17, 18 years ago, um, I thought it would be really cool. I, this was long before I was in the investment world. This is long before I started in the, in the money finance industry. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was, uh, it would have been really cool. I like to do stocks on my own and I just for fun and I'd buy stocks. And I thought, wouldn't that be fun if my friends and I could join a, we'll have a little stock club. And we'll buy stocks and trade stocks and we'll come together and we'll we'll each have a stock that we present and and then we can talk to each other about it and say, okay, let's let's each of us put a little bit of money in and we'll buy some stocks and, and we'll have a plan on when we're gonna sell them and, and stuff like that. I thought, wouldn't that be fun? So I told my friends and I they all thought that was a great idea. And we I said, well, we can meet at my house. It'll be like a, a book club for stocks and a social event as well. And we'll have wine and cheese and snacks and stuff like that. So everyone came over, all excited. What's a stock? How do we do this? And I realized that the club, our little club was going to take a different direction because it was more important for them to understand their current financial situation than it was to start buying and selling and trading stocks for fun. Because that, as much fun as that could have been, um, what matters more is getting your daily stuff in place. So the club turned into, from a stock fund club to more of an investment conversation uh, finance club. And what we would do is every week, or sorry, every month, we would get together at my house and it would be an investment conversation, just like a book club. Um, and then we would have, you know, snacks and social time. And the conversation about the finance was about uh, one person, their mortgage was coming up for renewal. They didn't understand their mortgages. We talk about the different kinds of mortgages. Their homework would be come back and find out, let us know what kind of mortgage you have, and then we'll help you decipher that. Um, someone else might have, they were paying high bank fees. Someone else had, they didn't even know where the bank accounts were. Someone else would have had, um, you know, what am I going to do about the kids' education? Let's talk about that. Let's figure out how many kids we have, what our plan is, and where we're at with that. Um, others were, you know, I have a pension at work. I think I don't really understand what it is. Let's have a look at that. Let's see what we have. 
Um, let's figure out why we're always behind every month um, when we have no money left over. Let's go through a budget. Let's figure out how to, to track our cash. So that's what the club turned into. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And the only reason I'm using it in the past tense is because uh, at the time I was running a family business and we had 12 businesses there and uh, um, it was, it got very, very busy for me. And I just couldn't commit to every month having everyone at my house and the club, it was getting bigger and I was running out of room in my living room and my kitchen. And uh, it just got to be so that I couldn't make the commitment and do a good enough job. So it kind of just, we just stopped meeting. And I've had over the years, lots of, lots of women ask if I'd start it back up and it's just really hard to have it. And obviously you can't do it in person the last couple of years. So what I decided to do was I'm going to take our women wise, which is what we called it. And wise stands for women's investment and social exchange. So I took our women wise and I said, I'm going to form off We'll put it online and we'll have an online club where we get together as women and we can have conversations about finances. I'll post um, articles about finances. I have a blog where I will answer, you know, a specific topic, but every week, every, sorry, every month we do a live Q and a so that people have specific questions. Uh, we're just part starting that part of it um, next at the, you know, start of 2022 <laughs> that's launching. So, and I have a lot of downloadables there that are free, like how to track your cash, um, different checklists on stuff to look into, whether it, whether it's investing uh, in terms of knowing your investments. This isn't us. We're not trading stocks. This isn't that kind of club. Um, it's a let's get understanding and build confidence in understanding our money club. And that's what Women Wise is about. So I just thought I would share that now that we've just launched it online. Um, there's a there's a membership that you can you can join us and we can have conversations you can you there's lots of free stuff on the website that you can uh, download read um, whenever you want to it's the women's investment and social exchange.com and which is women wise if you want to look for it and and I'm going to tell you that and I don't normally do this so Christine if our, our the owner of the network if you're listening um, I'm I'm doing what you told me to do <laughs> and I'm behaving myself because she always tells me I have to share this and, uh, and I don't share it because it comes down to confidence. I'm sure it sounds to me like uh, self-promotion, but I guess the reality is if I don't share what I have and helping women, then how would they know that I could help them? So I'm going to do my little shameless promotion. And I'm going to tell you that this book I wrote, the all ladies should use the F word, a guide to loving your finances. I wrote this book because of the women in my investment club and women wise. And I wrote it because of the women, my, my family, my friends, uh, my clients that um, I see need help and women. And I wrote that as a user guide specifically for women to understand. Um, <clears throat> I do share a little bit about what, uh, you know, we've all been through stuff personally. Um, and I share a little bit about it uh, because I need needed to share that I too have been through some less than favorable financial situations. The difference with me coming through it was I felt confident enough in understanding money because I've been around it my whole life, <clears throat> either through business or 
um, through my own personal interest. And I, I was, and I will say, I was very lucky that um, uh, I grew up in a <laughs> lucky and unlucky because family business is a whole other show. But uh, my dad and I used to talk about money all the time. It was never a taboo topic. It was never something where I thought it was kind of weird to talk about. And I know people get a little bit, their facial changes and they get a little bit tense when you talk to them about it. Um, it's a little bit different for me because in my daily work as an advisor, that's what I do. So people are comfortable talking to me about it. But I also know that they're not comfortable in general talking about money. I'm, I was lucky. I grew up in a family where money was a normal topic. Um, and I was also lucky that my education was a lot about money. <laughs> I did a lot of finance and, and degrees and specializations in it. Um, then I did my license, our, our business, we had a finance company that was an automotive. So my, my um, blessings were that I spent a lot of time around money and understanding it and learning more about it. And I just assumed that that was normal for everybody. And I realized it wasn't normal because when I did the club, uh, it wasn't normal for um, all my girlfriends that didn't know about all these normal things. So that's where the book came from. That's where the club definitely came from. Um, and that's where it's coming from now, because all the stats that I've shared with you are all the information that's still out there about women. So I'm going to take my last break of the night. And when we come back, we'll wrap up our conversation about women in finance and uh, hopefully Hopefully we'll get some of you motivated to learn more about it because it's actually a lot of fun and you can enjoy it. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And tonight we've been talking about women in finance specifically. Obviously something that uh, I feel very connected to and um, very passionate about. Uh, it drove my entire reason for writing a book. Um, for people who know me personally, they know uh, just by the fact that I'm a numbers person, I do a lot of behind the scenes stuff. Anytime there was a social media or before social media, and there was just a general advertising picture and opportunity, it was very rarely me that was there because I'm more of a behind the scenes person. Um, this show came about because 
of my friendship with Christine McIver, who is the owner of the network, and her convincing me that uh, I should do a, a radio show and then uh, obviously it turned into television um, because she also feels passionate about empowering women. And uh, she thought that uh, although she doesn't do fin- finances, she has a very strong understanding of them. Uh, she thinks that it's important for women to be empowered and understand uh, their own life and their own situation, have control of it. Uh, so tonight we were talking about women in finance and the reality of the, the fact that you, you get paid less um, and you, but you invest better, <laughs> you make more, You're, it's the confidence, it's an issue of confidence. And that's where my women's investment and social exchange club uh, comes from hoping our, our goal is to empower women and give them the confidence so they understand the money. So we explain how the money works. It's that simple. And we take the mystery out of it. The The book that I wrote, All Ladies Should Use the Effort, 100% of it came because of uh, women needing help in understanding money. It's it's geared, to, yes, men can read it and they'll get something out of it. It is geared towards women. All my examples are about women because that is the reality of what I knew that women are the one that need more support in it. The, the, the truth of the matter is we get portrayed as these spending uh, uh, frivolous <laughs> kind of people and, and spending a lot of money. And while it is absolutely true that we do drive the consumer market and we have a huge economic impact, that is absolutely true. We also have to realize that while the, the press portrays us as uh, the big spenders in the consumer market, Um, The reality is we're not just out there shopping for fun and buying shoes and purses and stuff like that. We're the ones that are buying the groceries for the family. We're the ones that are buying the family, the home products like the the Kleenex and the toilet paper and the the mop and all the cleaning products. That's usually us. We're also the ones that are buying the kids back to school stuff like their books and their gym bags and their lunch bags. We're also the ones that are buying the kids clothes and shoes and Anyone that has kids or, or knows any kids, you know that they grow like a weed and you're always going to have to replace the shoes or the clothes or the coats or the mitts or whatever the case may be, depending on what environment you're in. If you're here in Canada right now, you're getting your coats and your mitts out um, and you're making sure that the ones from last year are fitting from for the kids this year because we're going to have we have snow. So that's this kind of shopping that we're doing. So it's not that we're out there just doing uh, this frivolous shopping and and portraying us as uh, a lot of the times on, you know, television shows as the ones that, you know, get their all dolled up with their hair and makeup and dripping in diamonds and, you know, designer clothes and they're not really doing anything. Uh, We as women are actually doing a lot. Yes, we drive the economy. We have a lot of power in consumer durables because we are the ones buying the diapers and we are the ones buying the groceries and we are the ones deciding, frankly, most of the time, we're the ones deciding on what we're having for dinner. So you can control uh, any market of consumer products. You know, you you decide what kind of milk you're going to drink. You're going to decide whether you, you buy beef or pork or no meat. You're going to decide if you're you're supporting a plant-based diet, and there's a huge growth in plant-based uh, products out there. So we have a lot of power. We have a lot of authority. We have a lot of ability. Uh, ironically enough, the one market that is very strong in ability and um, very strong as a group is the one that has the least confidence. So. 
it's encouraging when I, I read the one stat about the millennials being more confident than uh, Gen X and baby boomers. It's encouraging to see that our kids are the ones that are getting more financial confidence. Um, I can tell you from experience that with my kids, uh, we talk about money all the time. I joke about it. Uh, I've never been afraid to talk about money. I love money. I, I love talking about it. I think there's a lot of it out there. And, and, I, and I love it in the way that what it can do for you. It can help your family uh, be successful. It can put your kids through school. Uh, it can donate money to charity. It can help build a community. Uh, I love the ability of you having control of it so that you can do good with it. Uh, and I think that sometimes we have this misrepresentation of what money is, that it's this big evil greed machine. And yes, I will give you that we've all seen, well, if you haven't seen Wall Street, we all know Gordon Gecko and greed is good and all that stuff. But the reality of it is money has no feelings and no emotions for us. So the, for us to put that much um, pressure on ourselves and money, uh, when money's just a thing, when you think about it, it's no more tied to you emotionally than this computer is, or than your desk is, or than the shirt that you're wearing has any more emotional ties to you. Money has no emotional ties to you at all. And I think that when we start to understand that and we start to believe that and get the confidence in saying money is no different than buying shoes or clothes. We can understand what to buy. We know what size the kids wear. We know um, what season we need certain clothes for. So we can understand that we have the ability. And once we get to that point, I think you're going to find that a lot of women grow in confidence. And that is really, truly the purpose of our club, our, our group, our online support network, if you will, where we come together, we can ask each other questions. Um, and, and there's no judgment. It's, there's no, I feel dumb asking. And I get this all the time from women. They, they feel, I feel stupid if I ask my advisor this, because I think I should know it. There's no, there's no judgment. There's no, there's no way you should ever feel stupid asking a question about your money. It is your funding. It's your finances. It's your money. It is the most important thing to you over other people to help you run your business, your, your family, your community, whatever your passion is. And I always tell people you should never have anyone care more about your money than you. And you should never be afraid to ask about your money because it's yours. And that is the only thing that money has the power over or has any power at all is it's the fuel to get you to wherever it is that you want to be. So thank you for joining us. I hope we helped a little bit and join us every Monday and we'll tackle another financial topic and write in, join us and download the app. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.